The following is a KNON Theater of the Air production in cooperation with Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano, Texas. And now, Gunsmoke, The Handcuffs. Around Dodge City and in the territory of the West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers. And that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. I'm that that devil. States Army. First man they look for, as they want him to. Fancy job. Makes a man watchful. And a little look. You! You there! Oh, you talking to me? What's it look like I'm doing? Guess I almost fell asleep sitting here. Hot today, ain't it? Well, I didn't come to Dodge to talk about the weather. Stranger here, ain't you? I'm looking for the sheriff. Where do I find him? You won't find him. What? There ain't no sheriff from Dodge. But maybe I can help you. I'm Chester Proudfoot. Well, I'm real pleased to know you, Chester. Now, if you'll quit lying to me. Don't snap your teeth at me. I ain't lying. But if you're looking for the law, there's a U.S. Marshal here. U.S. Marshal? Well, that's even better. Where is he? Inside. Follow me. This uh, fella here is looking for the law, Mr. Dillon. Come in. You the U.S. Marshal? That's right. Well, my name's Brake, Marshal. I'm from Mingo. Mingo? That's way north of here, ain't it? It's a couple hundred miles, and I rode all the way down here on the tail of a man called Hank Springer. I thought he'd come to jam jump the Santa Fe for St. Louis, but I tracked him right into that place up the street there, the Dodge House. He's got him a room, and he's holed up in it. That's so? I almost caught him this morning. Leastwise, I got close enough to put a bullet in his leg, but it didn't stop him. He's dangerous, Marshal, and I want your help taking him. Hmm. What do you want him for, Brake? Murder. Oh. He killed a fella called Doby up on his ranch near Mingo. Here, Marshal, I got a warrant for him. See? Hmm. You're a deputy. That's what the sheriff made me. He wanted somebody to go after Hank Springer, and I took the job. Well, that's one way of doing it. Why didn't the sheriff come after him himself? He didn't want the bother, I guess. Anyway, he's going to give me $50 when I get back with Hank, dead or alive. Well, the sheriff up in Mingo will pay somebody, most anybody, $50 to do his work for him. Well, that's his business, Marshal. Well, then go arrest this Hank Springer. Got a warrant. You're a deputy. No, he's laying up in that room armed and hurt, and he ain't going to take easy. You're a U.S. Marshal, and you've got to help me. <coughs> Well, maybe there'll be less trouble if I do. Chester, go get Doc Adams. One man's already been shot. What room's he in, Brake? The second door down there, 14. Doc? I'm here, Matt. You better stay where you are. We won't need you till the shooting's over. I'll wait. You stay back too, Chester. Yes, sir. All right, Brake. Sing out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's make sure it's your man Springer in there. Hank! Hank Springer! We got you trapped. Come on out. Who's that? It's Bill Brake from Mingo. I've been deputized to take you back. What for, Brake? You know darn well what for. For murdering Doby. I didn't murder Doby nor nobody else. Then why'd you run? I heard the sheriff was trying to stick me with it. Now go away and leave me alone or I'll kill somebody. Wait a minute, Brake. Bringer, this is Matt Dillon. I'm a U.S. Marshal. I want to talk to you. A Marshal, huh? What are you doing here? I brought a doctor along to take that bullet out of your leg as soon as you open this door. No, and you don't you try opening that door either. Listen to me. Fighting the law won't help you. But if you didn't kill Dobie, all you have to do is go back and prove where you were when it happened. I didn't kill him. I swear I didn't. Oh, that liar. Shut up, Rake. Springer, if you didn't do it, stop acting like you did. Nothing's going to happen to you if you're innocent. They can't hang you without proving you did it. Well, maybe you're right, Marshal. Of course I'm right. One thing, I won't go back in handcuffs. What? I won't go back in handcuffs. But there's a warrant out for you. You're going back under arrest. Not chained up like some dog. That's the one thing I couldn't stand. I'll die fighting first. Break. you can take this man without handcuffing him, can't you? Well... Sure. Sure I can. Springer, Brake says he won't handcuff you. Let's hear him say it. Well, all right. Tell him, Brake. I won't handcuff you, Hank. That's a promise? That's a promise. You swear? I give my word. You said you got a doctor with you. Marshal? He's standing right here, Springer. Okay. All right, Springer. Put your hands out that door. Empty. I ain't going to fight, Marshal. Hold your gun on him, Marshal. He might try something yet. Get out of the way, Brake. Okay. I'll take your gun, Springer. Yes, sir, Marshal. All right. Now go lie down on the bed. Doc, come on in here. Coming, Matt. Now you take these pants off, young fella, and let me have a look at that leg. Here, I'll, I'll help you. Here's his gun, Brake. Sure. I didn't think he'd have the guts to use it anyway. Matt? How's it look, Doc? There's no bullet in him. It went right through the flesh, here, and out here. I'll just clean it up a little and take a few stitches. I'll soon be before I'll be able to travel, Doc. Well, you ought to wait a couple days. A couple of days? I want to get on back to Mingo. This man will leave when I say he's ready, and not before. Well, he's my prisoner, ain't he? You heard him, Brake. And another thing, you made a promise you wouldn't put handcuffs on him. See that you keep it. Why, sure, Marshal. Of course I will. Chester. Yes, sir? I'll be over at the OK stable for a couple of hours. I told Kitty I'd look at a horse she's thinking of buying. OK, sir. Better keep an eye on things here for a while. You know where to find me if there's any trouble. What do you think of him, Matt? He's a good horse, Kitty. You've been on him an hour. Is that all you've got to say? You think I should buy him? Oh. Uh. Not Should for, I buy him or not? Mm, not for $40. What's wrong with him? Nothing I can see. But he's not worth $40. You can buy a lot of horse for that much money, Kitty. I like this one. Look, you don't get time to ride very often. Why don't you rent a horse when you want one? Because I want to own a horse. What's the point of working if you can't own something now and then? 
Okay, Kitty. Start at 25. Don't give them a dollar more than 30. You mean I've got to get into one of those horse trading affairs where you spend the whole day sitting on your heels, scratching at the dirt with a straw, and trying to think of a million ways to avoid coming right out with what you're really there for? No, thanks. I can make $10 faster than that. All right, all right, Kitty. I'll try to make the deal for you. No, wait a minute. After all, I'm a woman. Maybe I can get them a little confused. You know, I'll bet I can buy that horse for $20. <laughs> it ought to be against the law, but go ahead, Kitty. Try it. I believe I will. Hey, Chester, what do you think of my horse? Fine, Miss Kitty, fine. But I don't have time to look at him now. What's the matter, Chester? It's Hank Springer, Mr. Dillon. What happened, you see? I, I went downstairs to cool myself off with a couple of beers. And when I got back to his room, he was gone. Gone? Yes, sir. Doc had already left, and I was only away for about an hour. I had a feeling something was going to happen. Where's Brake? Wasn't he watching him? Well, that's the bad part of it, sir. Brake's there all right, but he's dead. What? I took a good look at him, Mr. Dillon. There's no bullet hole in him, but his neck's all swole. Well, Hank Springer choked him to death with his bare hands. That's what. Hmm. No wonder he wanted Brake to promise not to handcuff him. And another thing, Mr. Dillon. When I asked the clerk... He remembered seeing Hank run out and grab a horse from the hitching rail. Well, he got a good start on us. See you when we get back, Kitty. There was no telling how good a horse Hank Springer had stolen from the hitching rail. Chester and I had mounts we trained for this sort of ride. About dusk, the sign on his trail told us we were getting closer to it. And it was just after dark when we spotted a campfire in a cottonwood grove. We slowed down as we rode toward it. Hey, those trees would make an awful good ambush, Mr. Dillon. Yeah. I don't see nobody around that fire. Let's spread out a little, Chester. Okay, sir. That's far enough. Start shooting, Chester. You can't get both of us. I give up. I ain't shooting no more. Then throw down your gun and move up to the fire where we can see you. I am. I'm doing it. I got my hands up. Right in, Chester. But keep separated. There he is. I can see him. Don't shoot me. I didn't know who it was. Why, that ain't Hank Springer, Mr. Dillon. No, my name's Jones. I'm a buffalo hunter. I... I thought it was him coming back. Who's him? I don't know. I don't know who he was. Let's get down, Chester. Step over this way, mister. Out of the firelight. I don't want to get shot at anymore tonight. It was a mistake, I tell you. I wouldn't have shot at you if I could have seen who it was. You can't blame me. Not with a man like that running loose. Look, mister. I'm a U.S. Marshal and I'm on the trail of a murderer named Hank Springer. He's a young fellow and he's got a bad leg. Is that the man you're talking about? That's him. That's him. And he's a murderer sure enough. He killed my partner not over an hour ago. What? My partner's laying in them bushes over there. I wrapped him up in his saddle blanket so I can bury him tomorrow. How'd it happen? Well, sir... We was cooking something to eat, and that fella rode up and wanted to trade horses. My partner said no. 
But Springer got down and said he'd take the horse anyway. My partner tried to stop him. And well, he got shot that way. And now he's dead. Springer rode north, didn't he? Yes, sir. And I'll tell you something. That horse he took ain't gonna carry him far. That horse got his lungs frosted last winter. Well, that'll help. There's a cabin five miles straight ahead the way he was going. Can't get no further than that. All them people got there is a balky old mule. Good. Sorry about your partner, mister, but we'll try to catch Springer before he kills anybody else. Come on, Chester. There was no moon that night, and it was pitch dark. We had to guess it riding straight. We managed pretty well, and in about an hour we saw the lights of a cabin off to our left. We rode over and left our horses a hundred yards from it, and went the rest of the way on foot. We could hear voices inside, so we sneaked up to the window and squatted down and listened. I'm telling you, lady, I can't wait much longer. You sure you ain't lying to me? There ain't no reason I should lie to you. It's Hank Springer, Mr. Dillon. It's him right enough. My husband should have been back before this, but it won't do you no good when he does come. You won't get far on that mule of ours. What's wrong with your mule? <laughs> Nothing, except for being ornery and stubborn. I'll get him over that fast enough. You can have the mule, mister. I don't care about that, but... Don't hurt my husband, please. I don't want to hurt nobody, ma'am, less than they get in my way, like somebody has done lately. You're an outlaw, ain't you? Never you mind, but when your husband walks in here, don't you give me away. All I ask is you don't shoot him. Chester, come here. I won't shoot him unless he starts it, but I ain't going to get shot, neither. You better do something quick before her husband gets back, Mr. Dillon. I've got an idea, Chester. If that woman's at all smart, it might work. What, sir? You get out there in front of the cabin, but far enough away so nobody can see you. Then you yell for her. Yell for her? Pretend you're her husband. Tell her to come out and give you a hand with the mule. Yeah, but what'll I call her? I don't know her name. Call her wife or woman, anything like that. It doesn't matter. She'll know it ain't her husband. Well, you'll be it, sir. Flat against the wall by the front door. He won't trust her to come out alone. And when he comes out, I'll take him. All right, get going now. Okay, sir. While we're waiting, you might fix me some bread and meat to take along, ma'am. Bread and meat? Pork fat and beans is all I've got around here, mister. Well, I could eat some of that. Hey, wife, come on out here and give me a hand. Who's that? Woman, get on out here, I said. This mule won't take another step. It's your husband. No. Don't try to fool me. Open that door. No. Wait. Put the light out first. All right, now open it. Else they'll think something's wrong. What's taking you so long? Do I got to sit out here all night? Answer him. I'm coming, Jack. Go on. I'll walk out right behind you. Go on now. All right. Morning, Chester. Who are you? Where'd you come from? I'm Marshal Dillon from Dodge, ma'am. You've got nothing to worry about. Hank Springer's killed his last man. Who's this? I knew it wasn't Jack. Worked fine, didn't it, Mr. Dillon? You walked right into it like a lamb to slaughter. Oh, good evening, ma'am. Hello. Get his gun, Chester. Yes, sir. Tell me, lady, is your husband really coming back tonight? Yes, he is, Marshal. Well... We'll spend the night here, if you'll let us. But I'd like to borrow that mule in the morning. 
Hank Springer wanted to ride him up to Mingo, and I'm going to see to it that he does. We started out next morning, and it took us two days to get to Mingo, but not so much because of the mule as because of Hank Springer's leg. I was willing to stop and let him ease it for a day or so, but he said no, I'd rather get the ride over. Beyond that, however, he didn't say anything until we rode into town. Mingo was a small place and out of the way of the cattle trails, so it was as quiet and peaceful as any frontier town could be. There's the sheriff's office across the street. Okay. No use to stop there, though. Why not? The sheriff don't use it much. Most of the time, he's gambling over at the Golden Girl Saloon. That's it. The Golden Girl. Down the street there. See? Well, I'm not turning any prisoner over to a sheriff at a gambling table. Go right on ahead, Chester, and tell him to come outside. I'll do it, sir. Bringer, while there's still time to tell me, there's something I'm curious about. You're going to ask me, Marshal. Why in the world did you head back up here? To find Jim Powell. Who's Jim Powell? I suddenly figured it out, Marshal. It was him that killed Doby. Ah. Well, you can tell them that in court, I guess. Here we are. Let's get down. You still think I'm lying, don't you, Marshal? I don't know, Springer. But it doesn't matter much what I think, does it? No, I guess not. But I can prove I didn't do it. Then why did you run in the first place? I knew they was after me, and I got scared. I shouldn't have, but I did. Well, there's the sheriff. Marshal Dillon, I'm Sheriff Bradley. Hello. Your man here has told me all about what happened. I'll take charge of Hank Springer now. Ain't you even going to say hello, Sheriff? I don't talk to no murderers, Hank. Oh. I don't care about that buffalo hunter, Hank. But killing Brake's a different matter. He was my deputy. If you hadn't picked a coward for deputy... I wouldn't have had to kill him. What do you mean, a coward? He was a coward and a liar both. Wait a minute. What are you saying, Hank? Frank promised me he would put no handcuffs on me. He swore he wouldn't. Didn't he, Marshal? He did. Well, he got scared and he busted his word. And I went crazy when he put those things on me. Marshal, I choked him and then I got the key. And I took them cuffs off and I threw them away. Then I had to run. You're a fool, Hank. If you'd have come back peaceful with Brake, you'd be a free man right now. You mean you found out it was Jim Powell that killed Doby? Of course I did. Jim Powell got real drunk the other day and started bragging. Me and a couple other fellas got him in jail and he confessed soon as he sobered up. I knew you didn't do it, Hank. I knew it all along. Then why were you saying I did it? Why'd you come looking for me? Well, well I... I... You just had to stick it on somebody, didn't you? You should have figured that. I should have figured that, knowing you. Oh, you're going to hang now anyway. What difference does it make? Well, of all the... You'll be glad to see me, won't you, Sheriff? I never did like you, Hank. That's why I picked you in the first place. Hank? What, Marshal? I've changed my mind. About what? About turning you over to this rotten, worthless Sheriff. And now you can't talk Shut to... Shut up! Hank hasn't committed any crime around here. I'm taking him back to Dodge for trial. No! He's my prisoner... You can't cheat me out of him. I got a right to him. You've got nothing. And sheriff or no sheriff, I'll bend a six-gun across your head if I hear any more out of you. Well, let's go, Hank. Thanks, Marshal. I like that just fine. But first, I'd like to walk over to the jail there and tell Jim Powell I don't bear him no grudge for letting him chase me before he talked. He might feel bad about it, especially the trouble I'm in now. That's decent of you, Hank. Sure, jail sheriff. We'll take him. We'll wait outside.
Come on. You sure hate losing credit for bringing me to trial, don't you, Sheriff? That's enough, Hank. Stop needling him. I always did hate you, Hank Springer. Yeah, and I always knowed it. Stop it, I said. Okay, Marshal. All right. Take him in, Sheriff. But don't be long. We gotta get started for Dodge. Come on, Hank. But you walk in front of me. Mr. Dillon, a sheriff like that makes a man kind of ashamed, don't it? I mean, it makes people think the law don't amount to much. Law's bigger than any one man, Chester. Yes, sir. I, I guess so. I've seen lawmen before that belong on the other side. They don't last long. That sheriff's lasted long enough already, I'm thinking. That come from the jail. It sure did. Hank, Mr. Dillon, he's been shot. Put that gun up, Sheriff. He started to run. Run where? Into a cell? No, he, he, he jumped me first. I had to shoot him. He's dead. That was his idea. Come in here and try to get away. He wanted my gun. So he jumped you, huh? Yeah, he swung around and grabbed for my gun. I had to shoot him. In the back? I don't know where I shot him. What difference does it make? I got a right to protect myself. You've been interfering around here too much anyway, Marshal. Hand me your gun, Sheriff. What? Your gun. Give it to me. You're forgetting I'm the sheriff in this town, ain't you? You're sheriff, but I'm arresting you for murder. No. No? Get away from me. Sure. <coughs> he was about to draw him, Mr. Dillon. No, he wasn't, Chester. I wish he had. I'd rather have ridden back to Dodge without him. He's going to make mighty poor company. You have been listening to a KNON Theater of the Air production of Gunsmoke, The Handcuffs. The cast for this show, Mike Damasio played Matt Dillon, Rob Frey played Chester Proudfoot, Retrato played Kitty, Ken Schwartz played Doc, Will Cotton played Brake, Austin played the Buffalo Hunter, Susan O'Brien played the wife, Corey McElroy played Sheriff Bradley, and Alan Pitts played Hank Springer. The KNON Theater of the Air is made possible in cooperation with Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano, Texas. This is your announcer, Sam Baker. <laughs>